0: Welcome to the No Fluff Small Business Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Nicola, owner of the digital marketing agency, Sam Nicola Digital, and coach for entrepreneurs looking to start and grow their own small businesses. This podcast is for anyone who wants to market their business effectively without huge budgets, massive teams, or burnout and overwhelm. I'll be cutting through all of the noise to give you straightforward and actionable tips so you can apply my knowledge and expertise in your small business. I truly believe that anyone can start and grow a business. So if you're ready to set aside the excuses and the fear and to start making the moves you need to be able to successfully promote your small business, keep listening. All right, let's get started with no fluff. Okay, today let's talk about SEO for your business. SEO stands for search engine optimization, and this is something that can be really scary for a lot of business owners because it feels like this, just like, what the hell is it? How do I do it? It's super complicated or it's like very like hard to know what is right to do, what is wrong to do, what should I be doing? So I wanted to do a little introduction into SEO for small businesses, um, at Sam D Digital, the my marketing agency, we work with a lot of small and medium sized businesses on their SEO. And basically, you know, let's just start with what is SEO. So SEO, search engine optimization, is anything that's coming up. Like if you Google something, all of those results that are coming up, that's search engine results, right? And then the O is optimization, which is optimizing your site to help ensure that it is coming up in those search results. So I am not talking about the results that come up in the first few slots after you Google stuff. You'll see next to those, it says ad, and those are Google ads, right? Those are display ads. Those are, you know, people are paying to come up in that first, second, you know, or third result. Um, Anything below that, or if no one is running ads for that, you know, then no ads will come up, but anything else that's coming up, those are organically coming up in your search engine results. So that means basically Google looks at the entire internet right any page any website that has been submitted to their to the to google and they do what's called crawling a website and they look at your whole website and they decide based on what this user is searching for they want to give in the search results the all the sites all the content that is most likely to closely aligned with what that user is searching for, right? Because Google wants their users to have a good experience, a good user experience. So they want to make sure if I'm Googling um, best vegan recipes for the Instapot, Google wants to make sure I'm seeing content that's coming up that's related to vegan recipes for the Instapot, right? They want to make sure I'm not getting results for meat-based instapot recipes right because that's not relevant to me and so i don't want as a user i don't want to have to parse through irrelevant information so google will crawl through your website and using all the information on your website and you know different things that we're going to talk about in a minute they will decide okay what is this website about what's the content of this website about and then that is how you will come up in those search engine results so Doing an actual SEO focused project to improve your SEO and improve how often you're coming up in search rankings, right? Not only does that get you coming up on Google on that first page or even that second page of Google search results, so it comes, you know, we all know you're typically not going to leave that first page of Google search results. You're going to look at maybe the first three to five search results max after you Google something. So, Focusing on your SEO can help you come up in the rankings so that you're getting onto that first page of those Google search results for your relevant keywords, getting close to the top, right, that first result. So not only is it gonna get you more organic traffic to your website, because the closer you are to the top, the more people are gonna click on your link after they've Googled that thing, but it's also gonna get you higher quality traffic right? Because again, you don't want people coming on to your website that are looking for grilling recipes. If your website is all about vegan recipes for the Instapot, right? Because those people are not going to buy from you. And so they are not really relevant traffic. So it's twofold. It's getting more traffic and higher quality traffic for your website. And Really focusing on your SEO just uh, as you create new content, as you're building your website, but also doing kind of an SEO audit and an SEO focused project that can help you to get more traffic and better quality traffic for years to come. Like at the agency, we have clients that we did SEO projects for years ago. And they are still seeing that high level of traffic and they're still ranking for those keywords even today. And it can be so impactful. And that's where SEO differs from ads because ads you can get coming up in those top search results immediately, right? You just have to pay for it. SEO, it takes a little bit more time for you to organically come up in the search engine rankings, right? But once you turn those ads off, you're not gonna appear at the top anymore. Right. But if you're organically ranking number one for that keyword, you'll continue to come up number one for that keyword until someone else takes your place. Or if you're, you know, continuing to work on it, you'll stay right at that top point. So that's really also a good example of the difference and benefits of ads versus SEO. They're both great. They can both help your business. And we have a lot of clients who do both ads and SEO. Right. But ads are going to get you there really quick. SEO, it takes a little bit longer, but it also lasts longer. So a couple things that you can look at for SEO in your business is really looking at, is your website mobile friendly and responsive, right? So does it look good and function correctly on people's phones? Google really, really cares about this. So if you are a business who built your website a long time ago and your website is not mobile friendly, that's going to be a big one for you. That's, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Um, and load speeds for your business is another one. So how fast your website is loading, we are used to websites loading in under a second as users now. So if your website is taking two, three, four seconds to load, that's a problem because it's more likely, that indicates to the user that your website isn't functioning properly and they're more likely to leave your website. And that's a bounce. So if I come to your website and I leave very, very quickly, Google registers that as a bounce, which which hurts your rankings, because that means either your website isn't functioning properly or it was irrelevant. And so they and and so that will hurt you because that tells Google, oh, it might have been irrelevant to that keyword term. Right. In that in those results. So those are two big things to look at for your website. Other things that you can really look at in terms of the content on your website is do you have meta title? Uh, Meta tags, and so that's like when you Google something, those are the things that are coming up right below your URL, it's like a description, right? Um, Alt tags for your images, and Google can't see images, so it will read what your alt tag is on your image, and that's really, really important there. So make sure when you're adding and uploading images to your website, the files are named appropriately, And you are adding that alt information, that alt text to your images. Um, Other things are when you are putting in your content on like a blog post or on a landing page or anything like that, make make sure you're using headers like your H1 tag, your H2 tag, your H3 tag. Right. And what that does is that indicates to Google this is the most important thing right h1 this is the biggest this is the most important thing h2 this is the slightly less important right and so that's how google reads that information right and and understands okay this is the most important and this most important thing has this keyword in it um you also really want to look at the keywords that you that people are using right because it doesn't really matter what words you use to describe your business it matters what words the users use, right? So if you, if your whole website is focused on search engine optimization and users aren't searching for the word search engine optimization, they're searching for search engine rankings. You need to make sure you're hitting on that, that that word those set of words in your content, right? Or else there's going to be a disconnect there. So you can do keyword research for free online. You can look at your Google Analytics and see your traffic that's coming in, what keywords that traffic is coming in for, and definitely set up Google Search Console for your website as well. It's free, and that's going to give you a lot of information when it comes to your keywords and and keyword search terms. And then you can also look at okay, here's a keyword I want to rank for SEO. What are other related keywords or long tail keywords, which would be like an, you know more words, right? Um, because obviously it's hard to rank for the words SEO or search engine optimization, right? So are there any long tail keywords that you can focus on ranking for there while you're still working on those other words? And so these are all things that you can do on your own website. And so this is called on-page SEO. And there's also off-page SEO. So off-page SEO is anything that's happening not on your website. So what do I mean by that? Anytime you are sharing, say, a new blog post or a link to your lead magnet on any of your social media channels, that's off-page SEO because that link is not happening on your website, right? It's on Facebook.com. It's on Facebook's website. It's linking back to your website. Anytime you are sharing a link to your website or your content on like Reddit or Quora or any sort of forum or commenting on someone else's blog post about oh, I have this really great other resource here and linking to that, that's backlinking and um, that's off-page SEO. Now, you still see this sometimes, but it was a bigger deal back in the day. Um, There's kind of black hat SEO that happens where basically you can hire businesses in other countries to just give you a ton of backlinks for your business so they basically have websites that are exist solely to link back to others websites and you do not want to do that I repeat do not want to do that if you have a blog that has comments available, people can comment on it now for any of your clients or for yourself or anything like that. You might see people commenting and and including a link to a completely irrelevant thing in the comment on your blog. That's an example of that, okay? And the reason why you do not want to do that is because Google will actually view that website and and they'll look at that website because they've crawled that website and they say that website has nothing to do with your website. There's no commonalities between that except that that website is linking to your website and it will actually say, okay, so this is a bad link and it can penalize you for that. What you want is Google to be saying, oh, that website is really in line with your website. And we definitely see commonalities between them. So that's good, right? Like that's information sharing. So an example of this would be like if you were guest blogging on someone else's website, like a different, you know, person's website who you have some nice cohesiveness between your, your, um, ideal audience, your ideal clients and everything, and you guest blog and, you know, on that blog, you link back to some relevant content on your own site. That's a great, strong backlink because Google is going to look at that and say, wow, that's quality stuff. We love it. Right. Right. So, be really careful about that. And you can use tools online like Google Search Console to see where and what other sites are linking to your site. Because this is just a little bit of like SEO hygiene here. Um, Because if you, even if you haven't paid someone to link to your site, you haven't paid a business to do that, it can still, you know, Bad sites that are not relevant to you can still link to your site, right? Like you can't really prevent that for the most part. And that can hurt you, even if you didn't ask them to and you don't want them to, right? Um, so that is something to definitely just like a little bit of hygiene to keep an eye on because you don't want those really low quality backlinks happening. Um, but on your social media, on you know relevant posts or forums or blog posts, anything like that, that's all really great off page SEO that can really help your search rankings, right? Because Google is just looking every at everything and saying, oh, okay, this is relevant to this. Pinterest is really great for this, right? And so I know I know a lot of people, I hear a lot of people talking about SEO as it relates to Pinterest, because Pinterest basically functions as a search engine. So the way a lot of people use Pinterest is they go to Pinterest and they search in the search bar how to do something or where to get something or, or whatever, right, if they're looking into anything. And the pins that come up are the results, right, are those search engine results. And so a lot of this SEO that you would do for your website, it crosses over really well with Pinterest because they function in very much the same way, right? So if you're on Pinterest, you can use a lot of these same strategies to help you succeed On Pinterest, right? So that would be like making sure that all of your pins have titles and descriptions and are linking to a relevant page on your website with that same content that that pin is talking about, right? Because you don't want someone to click on a link in Google or on Pinterest because they think it's oh going to give me these vegan instant pot recipes and then it brings them to a different page on my site that has nothing to do with that because what are they going to do they're going to bounce and then Google's going to say oh that's not relevant or Pinterest is going to say oh that's not a relevant link right um on Pinterest, you can also use those alt words, that alt text for your images that help it to understand what is this image saying, what inf- what information is on this image. All of that good stuff, you can really apply a lot of SEO strategies that you would be using to come up in Google. You can use that on Pinterest. Some other examples of um, off-page SEO um, when it comes to Google, would be like making sure you have Google My Business listings up, or Yelp listings, or if you have Bing Business listings, any of those business listings, those are really relevant, and that's gonna help people to find the most relevant information that they're searching for the most easily. So those are super important, right? Now, some people will go into Google Maps and search for a thing, right? So instead of going into Google.com and in the search bar, searching for um, a coffee shop near them, they might go into Google maps. A lot of us do this. And in Google maps, they search a coffee shop, right? So that is why it's really important to make sure you have your Google, my business set up so that you come up Right. So that your business comes up if anybody is searching in Google Maps for your business. And so these local business listings become super important and making sure in your local business listing, it's full and it's completed and has images and description and your hours and all of these things. And so a lot of times we think these are separate, but they're all playing into the overall SEO package, right? Um, And, and Google is always changing how it crawls your site and how it weights different, these different elements. So there's no way to school and be like, this is how I get, you know, this is how I rank number one in 10 days, right? That doesn't exist because Google doesn't want you gaming the system, but there are still best practices that can help you to do that. Right. And, um, if, you're really interested in learning more about SEO and thinking about how could SEO help my business um, in the long run and get us more traffic and quality traffic, um, this is really where our SEO audit becomes super helpful so we can really look at where you're at, where you're currently ranking, and identify some areas for improvement and you know, kind of give you a walkthrough of, here's what you could really easily do, you or your team to improve your SEO. Um, and here's what you should be doing kind of ongoing, um, personal hygiene for SEO, right? And then here's the other things that are going to be a little bit more specific, a little bit more project-based, but they will also really positively impact your SEO. So an SEO audit becomes super powerful there because, um, you can start to look at for your team, making sure things are set up the way that they should be set up and getting on your website the way they should be, you know, getting on your website. Right. And then you can also look at, these are some of the more time consuming, more complicated things. Is it worth it for us to try and do it ourselves? Does it make sense to outsource, um, our SEO strategy for a few months. But definitely when you're doing SEO, don't forget, it takes a little bit of time. It's not a magic bullet. So when you start to really focus on your SEO, make sure you're really giving it a minimum of three months before you're expecting to see um, big changes right um but really i recommend the four to six month mark you can look at okay where are we going how's our rankings doing all of that um because it usually does take that four to six month mark but you could double you know we've had plenty of clients you know double triple their organic traffic and it's high quality traffic in that four to six month range so it's definitely doable but don't expect to see those results within a week or two because it's just not going to happen and you'll set yourself up for kind of you know you'll you you will feel that it's not impactful and then you'll stop doing it before you actually get to see those results so i hope that's been really really helpful if you are interested in finding out what would seo and seo strategy look like for your business um, and find out if an seo audit is right for you Uh, head to my website, samdinicoladigital.com. That's S-A-M-D-I-N-I-C-O-L-A.com. And you can find out more about the SEO audit on there. If you have any questions, definitely hit me up on Instagram. I'm sam.dinicola, S-A-M-D-I-N-I-C-O-L-A. And as always, We are choosing one reviewer per month to win a free coaching call with me. So definitely make sure you leave a review if you haven't already. And we could talk about your SEO strategy on that call, right? So you don't even need to buy an SEO audit. We can talk about that and see if it makes sense for you and and what you could be doing. So if you haven't already, definitely make sure that you go and leave a review and I will see you next time on No Fluff, Small Business Simplified.